Imagine this, your kids are screaming, you're fighting with your wife, your dogs are dying, somebody just cut you off in traffic, your boss wrote you up at work today, and you just opened the mail and your interest rate on your home equity loan has skyrocketed. You are feeling angry, sad, stressed out, depressed, anxious, all of the above, and you need another tool in your toolbox to turn the volume down on all of that noise, create some space in your mind, not lose your temper, and get back to the good vibes. Well, good news. That's exactly what I got on tap for you today. So stick around. Just because you're struggling doesn't mean you're failing. Remember that. Remember that. Welcome to the Grit, Growth, and Gratitude Podcast with Joe Spector, where we teach hardworking and growth-oriented people how to maximize their happiness and master their minds and emotions. And now, your host. He's a retired firefighter and mental and emotional fitness teacher. After sustaining a career-ending injury, the loss of multiple loved ones, and a very near miss with suicide, he rebounded his wellness with a vengeance to gain unshakable inner peace and ridiculously unreasonable happiness. This is Joe Spector. Hello, Joe here, and today I'm going to be sharing an exercise that you can do immediately the next time you're dealing with challenging life circumstances or difficult emotions, and I'm most likely going to be dropping F-bombs while I teach this stuff, so use your discretion while listening. And so that being said, let me share with you that we are right in the middle of a series on how to beef up your emotional intelligence muscle, and that is arguably the most important skill set that you will ever develop in order to crush your goals, be successful at work, have thriving relationships, and most importantly, meet your happiness potential. So if you haven't caught the previous episodes, then I would encourage you to go back and start at the beginning of this series. I think it starts at episode number six of the podcast. It's the episode that's titled, How to Ditch Stress, Crush Your Goals, and Be Happy as Fuck. And if you have been hanging with me on this series, first of all, thank you very much, loyal listener. You are awesome. And secondly, let's get to this exercise. And to do that, go back to that example at the top of the episode where everything in your life is going sideways and you're starting to get really stressed out, you're starting to get overwhelmed, and you might even be beginning to lose your temper. What can you do in those circumstances? You basically have a few choices and some are better than others. One option is you could just shove those feelings down, pretend that you don't have emotions and that this stuff doesn't bother you at all. But if you've listened to any of my previous episodes of this podcast, then you know that that's a terrible option and that I myself am a shining example of how stuffing your feelings down, being unaware of them, and pretending they don't exist always comes back to bite you in the ass sooner or later. So what's your next option? Well, you could become totally dysregulated, lose your temper, lay on your horn, flip off other drivers, snap at your loved ones, maybe even punch a hole in the wall. But that option obviously sucks too. It's emotional rookie stuff and it's harmful to your health and maybe to your relationships and your loved ones. But there are way more effective methods to getting you back to the good vibes when you're stressed out. And that's what we'll be covering over the next few weeks. So let's dig in. Today's exercise is called Move It to Lose It. And it sounds very simple on the surface, but it is extremely powerful. 
When you're starting to get overwhelmed by an emotion, like your anger is starting to turn into rage, or your sadness is starting to turn into depression, or your worry is starting to turn into anxiety, and you can't quite calm your mind and create space, you simply go out and do some sort of physical activity and move your body. And obviously, this is not going to solve whatever problem you're facing, and we're not dismissing it or ignoring it, but we're saying like, hey brain, this is getting to be too much. Let's table this and go walk around the block. Go do some air squats. Go do some push-ups. Go for a run. Do some jumping jacks. Just some sort of physical activity that you enjoy to calm your mind, create some space, distract yourself, and also get all of the other stuff that I don't quite understand, like dopamine and serotonin regulated in your brain, because although I don't exactly know how that works, I do know that those are the antidote to the negative emotions and the overwhelm. And this stuff works really well for both kids and adults. And I'll give you examples of both. My son loses his temper a lot. And I can always tell right away when he's starting to get heated because his voice gets all aggro and his body language gets all tense. And so I'm like, dude, you're 50 pounds soaking wet. You're nine years old. I could fuck you up. You better take the bass out of your voice when you're talking to me. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I don't say that. But I could fight fire with fire and demand compliance because I'm bigger and stronger than him and I'm the boss, right? But that doesn't teach him how to effectively manage his emotions. And usually it gets really ugly and we start fighting and it gets big and loud and I'm in a battle with my best buddy and it just sucks. And so I could try giving him a punishment, which might stop the behavior, although usually for him, when he's going full tilt bananas, it doesn't really help anyways. And again, it doesn't give him the tools to manage and regulate his own emotions and teach him emotional maturity, which at the end of the day is what I'm really striving for. But I'm also not overly permissive. There's boundaries in my household and there's logical consequences. And so what I usually do is first I tell him, hey, buddy, you're getting way too riled up and the way you're talking to me or shouting at me is not acceptable. Do you want to have a consequence right now or do you want to talk about this or do you want to move it to lose it? And almost every time he'll tell me, I want to go jump on the trampoline. I want to go run around. I want to play soccer or whatever. And we don't pretend that the conflict didn't happen or we don't dismiss the emotional issue that caused him to lose his temper or we don't ignore the fact that he was disrespectful and rude to me. But we do table it for a few minutes until he's done spazzing out on the trampoline or running around or whatever. And sometimes there's resistance. It happens with adults too. Like we don't want to do the thing that's the healthiest for us or we don't want to take the medicine or whatever. So sometimes he'll try to continue yelling at me and he wants to just stay mad and lose his temper and he's resistant to the move it to lose it. So I'll be like, hey, dude, check this out. You can either have a consequence right now, like lose your screen time for a week, or you could do 50 burpees and he'll almost always begrudgingly choose the burpees. But then when he's done, the volume is turned way down on his stress and his anger. And then I can connect with him with logic and reasoning. And if I got to drop a consequence because the behavior warranted it, then we do that. But most of the time, just moving it to lose it and then collaboratively problem solving and talking is enough because once he does that exercise, he gets back to calmness and clarity. 
and then he can make amends and we can work through a plan for how he's going to prevent his behavior from happening again in the future. So at that point, mission accomplished. And this method is great. It's a win-win because it's way less conflict and division between my son and I. And in the long run, it's actually more effective at gaining compliance and influence and growth and change and developing his skill set and his emotional maturity and his decision-making abilities than being heavy-handed with punishments and fighting all the time is anyways. You can nurture your kids, connect with them emotionally, teach them how to regulate their feelings and their behaviors, and also guide them and give boundaries and consequences and teach lessons and all of that stuff. It doesn't have to be one or the other, but the biggest ticket towards raising emotionally fit kids is modeling with your behavior and your words and your mirror neurons how to critically think and problem solve and regulate your own emotions in the middle of the thick of it. And so that's why these tools and these exercises are good for all of us. This Move It to Lose It is not just for kids. It definitely works for adults too. And let me give you an extreme example of this to prove my point. One of my really good friends is also a firefighter, and this guy is so gritty and tough. He does triathlons. He used to do MMA. You seriously cannot challenge how hardcore this guy is if you're thinking that this emotional processing stuff is just for wimps. But he's geared a little bit different than me. <laughs> well, like a, aside from the fact that he's like a gladiator savage who could kill me with his bare hands. But what I mean is I'm very expressive. I like to talk to counselors. I love journaling. I don't mind crying and stuff like that. And he's not necessarily into all of that stuff, but he is very in tune with his emotions and he doesn't like having a temper and he's had some trauma and some PTSD. So whenever he starts to feel those big, overwhelming, heavy feelings creeping in and he's losing his temper or he's starting to feel burnt out, he'll go for a run. And the way he describes it to me is he pushes himself into deep water. And this guy, like I said, he's extreme. This is probably not going to be your method or my method, but he will run and run and run until he is like beyond his red line and he's ready to puke. And then he keeps going. He keeps pushing past these mental barriers until he's just beyond exhausted. And then he says he doesn't know if it's because of the drowning call he ran or the trauma from when his dad died when he was younger, but he'll just get to a point where his body shuts down and he can't run anymore. And then he'll start crying, like bawling. And I know this sounds crazy and different, but it's awesome because those tears are one of the ways that our bodies and our minds purge the pain and the difficult emotions and the traumas that we've experienced. And if you've ever had one of those good cries, which like, if you're like me, you didn't do until you were 30, it's super uncomfortable and it's unfamiliar, but then you feel like 10,000 pounds lighter. It is absolutely incredible. And those are just two different examples. My crazy, spazzy, ADHD nine-year-old son's method and my wild gladiator cage fighting friend's method. You can find what works for you, depending on how fit you are and what type of exercise and activity you like to do. I kind of land in between the two of them. I used to love working out super hard, but ever since I got injured, I'm kind of limited. So now when I'm feeling stressed, angry, burnt out, or I feel that overwhelm starting to creep in, I'll go walk my dog, or my favorite go-to is hitting the yoga studio. But either way, when you're getting hit with that stressful emotion, move it to lose it.
you just might find that the next time you get so pissed off, you go for a run and you instantly feel better and the problem dissolves. Or you might be dealing with some serious shit and there's some like major financial stresses or some health issues or a loved one is suffering. And this method obviously won't make your problems go away and it definitely doesn't fix all of the issues, but at least it's a step in creating some space in your mind and moving the needle just a little bit forward on feeling better, which is super important because when it comes to our wellness and our happiness, little wins stack on top of each other to create big wins overall. And I think that's a good stopping point for today. So just to recap, the next time you're feeling stressed, anxious, worried, angry, burnt out, or otherwise overwhelmed by your emotions, hit the pause button, set a timer for 10, 20, or 30 minutes, pick some exercise to do, and go out there to move it to lose it, and see if that doesn't bring you a sense of calmness and clarity and better perspective for solving your problems and move the needle forward on your wellness, which overall leads to maximizing your happiness. And speaking of maximizing your happiness and moving the needle forward on your wellness, when we finish here, hit the link in today's show notes where you can find my free ebook and my meditations and other resources designed to do just that. And next week, I'll continue this series with some more exercises, and I'm going to get into some more that are a little bit deeper and designed to mitigate even more challenging circumstances and heal from grief and trauma. Although I'm no psychologist, therapist, or expert in any of that, but I can share the tools that were taught to me while I was battling those struggles that were effective and helpful, and that's what I'll be doing. And before we close out entirely today, let me ask you to do something. Follow me on Instagram and connect. I've been getting a lot of questions about emotional fitness and conscious parenting and anger management and all this stuff we're talking about here. And so in a few episodes, I'm going to do a Q&A where I just answer your questions directly and hopefully more specifically. And so if you shoot me a quick voice memo question on messaging on Instagram, I might just play your question on this podcast and give you a very specific shout out and direct answer, which is fun because we're building a community here of big hearted, badass warriors, not warriors. And so all of that being said, Thank you very much for listening to this episode. You are awesome. Go out there, move it to lose it so that you can kick ass, have fun, enjoy life, and thrive in your relationships. Until next time, stay calm and stay strong. Peace. Thanks for listening. This has been Grit, Growth, and Gratitude with Joe Spector, your source for mental and emotional fitness. Just because you're struggling doesn't mean you're failing. Remember that. <laughs>